Okay, we're on, we're on page Nunhei, Perek Hamishi. Eze Eitzes Protius L'Misrape. Remember, above all else, <coughs> as we've spoken about until now, we're learning the Sefer, that the Sefer is called Chavis Talmidim, which is loosely translated as a student's obligation. The Chiv Chavis Talmidim. And even though the Sefer is filled, filled with very deep teachings of Chesidus, and Avodis Hashem, but above Above all else, it's a practical manual and guide for Hasidic Yeshiva Bachem. In those years before the war, the practical H's for the Misrape, for the one who was negligent and lazy, the practical H's regarding his Seder Hayyim, his Seder Halimud, apply as much now or even more now than they ever did before. And therefore, it's important especially for the Yeshiva Bacha, but for each and every person to take out of this pair practical ages for how he can actually upgrade in a, in a very great way, not only his learning, but his whole, his whole approach to time management and to, um, and to creating a healthy, a healthy Seder Hayyim so that his life is filled with Torah and with Avayim. Let's learn. That a person is filled with rotsen, he's filled with good intentions, with rotsen, with desire and will, that he wants to be a person who is more ambitious in his avodas Hashem. As sweet and as wonderful as that is, it's not enough. It is absolutely essential that the person thinks deeply and finds aches. Strategy, practical strategies, in order to uproot, to completely uproot that midah of Hisrapis that we've been learning about. In order to in order to plant within oneself the midah of Haritsis, to be a person who works hard, who's ambitious filled with Zvizis and Charitzis. And so it is with all Midas. A person can spend his entire life feeling bad about his anger, feeling bad about his impatience, feeling bad about all of the negative Midas that have destroyed him and others. It's not enough that a person is filled with a Rotson that these bad Midas should go away. The suchlafna lemidas tayvis, and that they should be exchanged for good midas. And a person has to be mamik, has to think deeply, and work on this to find all kinds of aces, all different types of tachbulos, of strategies, practical aces, to contend with these and to be misharish to uproot these destructive midas. Because we know that bad midas are a sickness of the soul and even bring sickness to the body. Could you imagine a person who's sick, who's physically ill, and he has a tremendous rotsen to get better. And we know that the rotsen certainly is something, and we know even physically, to have that rotsen, to have that desire to get better, to have the will and the intent to be better, as important as that is, and as much as that could contribute to a person's refuah, but lemaiser, if a person only has rotsen, 
Is it possible for a person to become healed, to get better, if all he has is a rotsam to get better? And he's not himself busy being mistadal, involved, speaking to doctors and so on, and taking care of the refuas that he needs, the practical refuas that he needs for the cure. So with all of the Ritzainas, <coughs> that's not going to bring to a complete refuah, if any refuah at all. So certainly it's true when it comes to Midas. But being Ha'atzlis, Ve'israpis, and especially when it comes to this laziness and negligence that we've been talking about, as we've been learning from the beginning of the Sefer, where the Rebbe has turned to us into our own best Mechanchim, that the Ikah is that we have to be Mechanach ourselves. Since you yourself are the main Mechanach, the one who has to educate yourself, therefore, you must think deeply first to analyze, to diagnose accurately and honestly the sickness and his amates mishol upgrade Allah to strengthen yourself to rule over this this machla and to take charge and control of your life as always the Rebbe makes some suggestions although he leaves it up to our creativity and ingenuity each person in his own world in his own life to work on himself and self-self as we just learned. He's his best mechanach. He knows himself better than anybody. But the Rebbe, as the master mechanach, has some general suggestions that we'll find very helpful. Before you begin any avayda, any project in learning in ruchnius, think carefully, take a look. How much time do you think that really it, this should require and then, and then, command yourself. Command yourself and, and establish that set, fixed time in a very clear and strong way. For instance, this blood gemara, this blood gemara should take an hour. This can reasonably done, be done in an hour. Or to review this blood gemara, should take no more than a half hour. It's a reasonable amount of time. Once you've established that this amount of time is reasonable for accomplishing that, either that learning or that chazar, then then you must command yourself and accept upon yourself with a strong pakuda with a clear and firm command, self-command, before the Maisa this project that I am now undertaking, the Blad Gemara, or whatever other project in Avaidah Hashem, this Asiya that I'm now undertaking, I am not going to, I'm not going to be lackadaisical or weak in, in, um, in um, tackling it. I am setting a, a specific amount of time in which this project must be completed. The Blad Gemara, the Chazorah, the Amud, the, the um, Parsha, or that section of the Parsha, that Aliyah with Chumash Rashi, whatever it is. I only have this time in which it must be finished. 
Now we know when other people are mefakeh us, when other people appoint us or command us to, to accomplish something, a, a reasonable task in a specific amount of time, especially if we're getting paid for that, uh, we are able to strengthen ourselves not to be misrashal, not to be atzlanim, not to be misrape, and to accomplish the designated task. We know, we feel that there is a boss, there's an employer that's standing over us. We feel that we're being watched, we're being clocked, we're being timed. Sof kosof, as they say by the Goyim, as they say in the world, time is money. And with all of the, with all of the uh, obscenity of that particular uh, usage of those words in the secular world, the truth is that when the person feels that he's responsible and that he is expected to accomplish a certain task within in Mizgaris, the framework of a certain amount of time. And there's no playing around. He takes the he takes this command very seriously. And he takes his responsibility very seriously. He'll be able to do it. And after you have finished this, Simlev, Imlayakharta, pay close attention, time yourself, <coughs> if you're not late. Meaning, if you didn't take additional time. Vimecharta, and if in fact, Things slept out longer than they should have, longer than the designated time. And not because of something that was not your fault. It could happen that there's a menia, something comes up that wasn't your fault, that could happen at any time. We're not talking about a situation where there was a menia, uh, an external menia of any type. But rather, you were simply, you were simply drifting off a little bit. You are wasting time. And if that's happened, then then you should be upset and be angry with yourself. And say to yourself, we'll read the translation in the Hebrew of the Yiddish, you should say to yourself, what's going to be the end with me? What's going to be with me? Because of my disgraceful laziness, I'm throwing away both worlds. I'm losing this world, the sweetness of, the sweetness of learning Torah in this world and accomplishing and growing and changing and feeling more and more enriched and feeling closer to the Bari Eilam. I'm Ma'abed Shnei Eilamas and the other world, the world beyond this world, obviously, I'm throwing away. And because of my laziness, I'm angering the one who created me. And when you become accustomed to this way of learning, of doing anything in Avaida, and this pekuda, this order, this command becomes part of you. And you feel this when you sit down to do a blad to learn a blad to learn a parasha, to learn whatever it is that you've set out to learn, or any Avaida. You will feel over time a very strong yoke. Will be, will be attached to you, will be upon your neck, on your throat. Then throughout the time that you're learning, you will feel as if the boss is standing over you, as if there's someone for whom you are responsible and to whom you have to answer is standing over you and watching you. And looking at his watch. When that happens, and he's pushing you, and he's telling you, "Alt this rape. What do you think you're doing? 
Don't slack off. And don't and don't be distracted to think of other things in the midst of your learning. You will feel this person standing over you, and it's yourself. The best mechanech, the mechanech that you take with yourself wherever you go, standing over you and, and screaming and yelling at you. Don't be lazy. Don't slack off. I remember once years ago, there was a, a friend of ours, my wife and I, Nabuch, she's no longer in the world, is a wonderful, wonderful tzedekis, and she was once telling us how disappointed she was and how disgusted she was when she came back after the year, she returned to her bungalow, to the bungalow colony, she went to the bungalow to find that it was left, it was left in a horrible way, and things were not put away, and things were not cleaned properly by the person who had last uh, who had last stayed there and she was very very upset about it and then she laughed and she said of course the, the last person who was there was myself and and unless a person takes upon himself or herself to be the mechanach to be the balabas to be the boss if a person is always depending on someone else to watch over him certainly we have to feel every second of our lives that the Balabayas is himself daichik, that the Rabbani Shalom, the master of the world, the big Balabas, is standing over us. But a person has to mechanich himself every moment of his life. Bochor HaMisrapa, the Rebbe continues. A Bochor who is, who is negligent, who is weak, who is lazy, who is slow in doing things. Even though intellectually he's capable to learn in greater depth, Nevertheless, unless he's with his chavrus or his rabbi, it's better when he's learning by himself, since his nature is to be a misrape, it's better that when he's learning by himself, he should learn on a, on a level that is more pashat. Even though he's very bright, and he could potentially, um, he could potentially enter into a much, much more bi'yan state, a deeper state of, uh, of pilpul, of reasoning, and so on. Nevertheless, since he's a misrashal, a misrape, it's better that when he's by himself and, the, and he doesn't have anybody with him, standing over him and pushing him and so on, it's better that he learns more pashat. The yiksev le'izman mudai, and to set aside a time, to set a particular time for for covering a certain amount of material, as we learned a moment ago, the meshach shah, for instance, during an hour, for, over the course of the hour, yilmar kach v'kach gemar, he's going to learn this and this amount of gemar, meshach shah, and for the half hour, that's his Tanakh program. Because if this fellow, who by nature is lazier, or by nature uh, has a tendency to drift off uh, during the time that he's learning, and he does not stay focused, so if, he, if he's going to learn more in depth, so what's going to happen is besides that when you learn Be'iyun, it's impossible to place a cap on a specific amount of time to give yourself a specific amount of time to understand this particular, this piece of Gemara or Taisus, whatever it is, Be'iyun, because Be'iyun by nature means you're trying to unravel in the deepest way the mystery according to the best of your abilities, the mystery of this particular Taisus or Gemara, whatever it is that you're learning. And it's impossible to set that to time. One cannot do that. You're trying to get to the solution to solve the problem, Be'iyun. So Now, that, that's, that's a wonderful and, and, and exciting limud. 
which of course he has to engage in uh, also. But when he's by himself, since he's a misrape by nature, there could be a big problem. He's not. You can't set aside a time for that. Because there is no kviyas for Ian. That's just that's the way it is. So what's going to happen is. It's very, very easy for this fellow because his nature is not to stay focused. He's a lazy, he's a lazy, negligent person. So it, it, he prefers uh, from time to time, could be every five, ten minutes, to think about this and to get involved in that and to drift here and there. And since he doesn't have any time for this particular program that he's in right now at this time of the day, he can get lost, as he all knows happened to us. And all different types of machshavas. And this chavrusu who's yelling at you, or the rebbe saying is she, and you're taking notes and you're listening, and so on. That's one thing. But if he's by himself, if he's by himself, he can give one minute to, one minute for learning and another minute for nonsense. Certainly, there's no question that that doesn't mean that this person can give up learning the in on a deeper level. Because that's the main limit of a Jew in this world. Lachder, the chal kaiyach, the penetrate, the all of the strength, the b'kol amachshave. In the deepest way, El Teich Kedusha Satara, and to enter into the holiness of Tyre. The Ika Pitu Hayet Sahara. And the main, the main Pitu, the main way that the Yet Sahara seduces a person and and deceives a person. Shemafat is a Misrape, he, especially the person who's a Misrape, is what? Shayil Madrach Beshitchis. That he should only learn in a superficial way. It's not just a matter of how much time. The quantity of time that the misrape puts into his learning, but because he is a misrape, he's also lazy with not only how much time, but the quality of his learning. It's easier for him, more relaxing for him, to learn something in a shallow and superficial way. For that person, let's say, for such a person to be learning the dafyomi, which uh, which uh, is wonderful for another person, for, but for this individual to be limited to the dafyomi and to learn it by listening to a tape or hearing. B'shev al-Tas in a passive way, a shia from a Rebbe, while he's going on the train or while he's flying on, a, flying on a plane or he's driving in his car to listen to the tape, it would be a terrible avla. Since he's capable, he's, since he's capable of being a mamik, of going and learning the sugya, of, learning, of spending that same hour and learning it in a much deeper way and stretching his mind to the limit of his kaychus, the Misrape doesn't want to do that. <clears throat> the Misrape, by nature, even though he has tremendous, could have tremendous intellectual kaychus, why, why work hard? If he could just sit back and listen, or he could sit back and relax, if he could open up the English Gemara, whatever it might be, for one person learning the Gemara in English could be a tremendous undertaking. For another person, it could be the greatest sign of laziness and negligence. Because this Misrape by the Teva is learning Bashitchis. Beloy Avaidi, he doesn't want to be an Ayvaid, he doesn't want to put in hard work. And Beloy Iyun, without concentration. Oh, when he's with his Rebbe, and his Rebbe's sitting there and asking questions, and the boys have to respond and so on, <coughs> and the Rebbe's pushing them, or he has a Chavetayver and Chavusa, and each one's Ma'ira is strengthening the other, not to not to, to stray away from the Gemara, and not to, to be lazy or negligent. Only once he has accustomed himself. And strengthened himself to be a Zoriz, <coughs> and to be a Choritz, to be ambitious, and to be on top of things. Lay <laughs> not to be lazy. <coughs> then, 
Such a person, then such a person, even when he is by himself, can learn more bi'in. But in the meantime, until he's acquired more of the midah of Zerizis and Charizis, until he's overcome uh, <coughs> his laziness, then it's better that when he's learning by himself, he should try to cover a certain amount of ground in a specific amount of time, and not to learn bi'in. Bi'in, when he learns bi'in, is making himself He's he's uh, opening himself up to his most vulnerable point. Once the talking about a bochur was already had to leave yeshiva. Veins There's no longer a menahel. There's no longer a rosh yeshiva, a principal, or a rebbe, a malamed, who is assigning um, who's assigning projects and learning and giving work that the bochur have to accomplish, have to finish in a certain amount of time, he's on his own. Remember we're talking about in pre-war Poland where there were very few yeshivas and even those Bachum were in yeshiva were generally there for, uh, for a very limited amount of time and, and they were independent, they were on their own afterwards, they had to work at an early age. Things were very, very different back then. So now the Bacher is the Bacher is uh, is on his own, and he doesn't have a Rebbe or a Manal. He doesn't have an official schedule, but it's absolutely it's absolutely essential that he that he establishes a schedule for himself. Again, in a reasonable way, with the amount of time that he has, how he's going to use that time. And the day has to be divided. Well, the time that he has has to be divided very clearly. He has to be careful not to assign himself more than, than is reasonable for a, for a certain amount of time. And after a few days, and he sees that he's Baruch Hashem keeping up with the shiurim that he set for himself, for the amounts of learning that he has set for himself, and he should add a little bit, a little bit, if he has been accepted upon himself, and it's reasonable, and he's accepted upon himself each morning to spend two hours learning, that's the two-hour slot for the Gemara Shittasis. And again, during that time, he should try to have a, uh, a, a specific amount of Gemara that he's going to cover. And he sees this is going well, that he's on the program and it's working. Then after a few days, You know what? Maybe I could squeeze in one aliyah of the Parshas HaShavu with Rashi. Maybe I could squeeze in into the two hours. And I could still finish the Blad Gemar that I've set out to uh, finish during that time allotment. Ashani says, Masnai, I'm going to strengthen myself, Lumad to learn with greater ambition. Put in more Kaychas, but Kaychas, but Rotsna, but Seychas, with more Kaychas, and more Rotsna, and more Seychas. I'm going to work harder on the Gemar that I'm going to leave for myself 15 minutes. I'm going to, instead of needing the two hours for that same Blad Gemar, I'm going to take an hour and 45 minutes. I'm going to have a quarter of an hour left 
a yosem ha'at a little bit more al chumash rashi to learn an aliyah with chumash rashi. V'chein yosem b'chol ha'yom, and so we should try to add with every day other shema'at ma'at, and he should add time to the day with different shiurim, and during his different shiurim to try over time to be more ambitious and to be stronger so that there's more time left for other shiurim until slowly until slowly but surely Yamis is called Hayom his entire day, whatever amount of time he has of the day, will be filled with shiurim so filled with shiurim of Torah, he could do the same thing when it comes to tefillah, to avayda and other things it's very important that a person should write down this learning schedule. I know some chaveim here in the shul who do that. And, they, and these are people whose lives are vastly, vastly different from those who don't keep a record and a cheshman of the shiurim of the day. Even if a person only has an hour a day or two hours a day, the greatest nachas I have is talking to chaveim about their schedules and learning for the day. People who work people who are very, very busy with families and so on, and yet they have a calendar, and they have a quota, and every every single day is written. It's good to write down in the paper, for instance, in the morning I'm getting up at this time. A person should try to have a set time when he gets up every day. Sometimes, obviously, it doesn't work out. He's very tired, he doesn't feel well, there's a very late simcha, but generally, a person should try to daven at a at a uh, certain time, the same time every day. Many times over the years, I've mentioned uh, that even though even though uh, it's encouraging to see that there are so many minyana popping up in, the, in different neighborhoods, uh, it, it doesn't necessarily it doesn't necessarily um, it's not necessarily a good sign when you have these minion factories. Neighborhoods pride themselves. Yeah, you can come to some place. You can daven anytime you walk in. You can you can chop a minion. You have that in your shlaim. You have that here. You have another from neighbors and bnei brak and so on. Now that might work for that might work for a person who's serious about his day and serious about time, and he's not a misatzel. He's not a misrape. But the worst thing you could do for somebody who's a misrape is to just tell him, you know, listen, you have any time from you know from uh, vasikin. From Vasik until 11, 30, 12 o'clock to, to Davma the Minion, to Davma the Tzibur, that plays in into the worst part of who he is, into that Midah of, Misrap, of Israpus, of, of Atlas, and it destroys his life. A person should try to get up the same time every day. And he has it written down even to the minute. That by this time, I've already gotten dressed, you know, I've washed, I've gotten dressed. He's already said the brachas in the morning, and if he needs to, to say Kriyashma earlier. And I'm going to learn before davening, to, for this amount of time, and then davening and so on, to make a clear schedule. And each day you keep that paper with you, and you study that paper. To make sure to finish, to make sure to keep on top of things and to keep an eye, always watching the schedule. And a Talmud who's learning in the yeshiva can push himself and to add to the shiurim al shiurah yeshiva beyond what the yeshivas assigned him. If he really works hard, he could do that. He could take a look at lunch. 
does he really need an hour for lunch? Does he really need 45 minutes for lunch? If, he, if he's very serious about learning, again, especially the misrape, the misatzel, who would rather relax and not be focused, he can he can savor not just the sandwich, but he can savor the amount of time that he has not doing anything, not thinking, stam battling and schmoozing and so on. So it's not just a matter of how much he learns. It's a matter of changing his personality, changing his way of life. So, why should you waste so much time during lunch? Or at night, from the time that you left the yeshiva? Until you actually went to sleep. Just because it's not an official time of the yeshiva, does that mean that the time cannot be used in a better way? Why don't you steal a moment here and a moment there from the time that's from the time that's not an official part of the schedule or calendar in the yeshiva? Why don't you steal a moment here and there? Lashem, to serve Hashem, for learning, for whatever it is. But the shiurim that you've set for yourself to do to finish each day, Ben Yeshiva Ben whether you're in the yeshiva, whether you're learning by yourself. You must become so completely uh, accustomed and bound to those to that schedule, either of the yeshiva or the schedule that you made for yourself when you're not in yeshiva. And you should be so strong, you should be so kavu for every hour of the day, every day. That is even each moment. An absolute fixed law, a time, that you never ever, notwithstanding some emergency, some aynas, you never ever miss. To the point that if something comes up and you cannot be marshal and you cannot, uh, you cannot finish what you were supposed to that day, then you should feel anguished over that. And you should feel that you have breached, you have broken something of that day, the wall of that day. You have broken a piece of the wall. You have you have not you have not uh, kept you have not guarded that wall of your life. It's been breached. And that parsha of chumash, that aliyah in chumash. Or that half an omelet of Gemara that you're missing from that day, and not because of any great emergency. Stop. Whatever. Something came up and you could have, you really could have overcome it. You should feel that what? That that piece of Chumash, or that half an omelet of Gemara, that you're missing that day, screaming at you, calling out to you, Lama Zanachta, for a master, I see. Why haven't, why haven't you, you neglected me? Why have you crushed me? Each and every day you should look carefully at that schedule. There must be some room on your Blackberry for that or on your telephone. There's room for this Rishimah also. And take a look every day. That perhaps something from yesterday's something, uh, something from yesterday's schedule is missing. Why did you neglect that piece of learning from yesterday? Was it because of some serious illness, uh, some emergency? Or was it because of your old enemy, his rashless, this laziness and negligence? 
gets tired, you should have you should feel tsar, you should feel upset. The take of Biyamashani and immediately you don't put this off, I'll make this up at the end of the month or at the end of the year. But if it take of Biyamashani, immediately the next day you must make it up. That's the nature of this person. If he puts it off, it's never going to get done. It's just going to he'll fall behind. He'll start to be misyaish that I can't do it. I, you see I'm not able to stick to any kind of a schedule. It's absolutely, absolutely required that the next day that he fills in what's missing from yesterday. But sometimes the Rebbe makes an allowance for this. Sometimes it's not because of laziness, it's not because of negligence, but rather it's because you were learning something that really was very, very hard. And you weren't lazy, you put all your kaiches into it. And because of that you could not, you were not able to fill the quota that was on your schedule. The amount was not was not filled. You didn't reach that amount. But it wasn't because of laziness. But rather you were you were really, really working on it so hard it was hard. So you just couldn't make the you couldn't reach the deadline. Then Alfitstire. You don't have to feel upset. And you don't even have to you don't have to even make up what was yesterday. What was missed. Because this amount of dapim, he's not talking about the dafim, he's talking about your own personal schedule. Because this amount of this, these, these amount of, of dapim of lot gemara, shamanu you should set aside kama dapim tigma v'chayom, how many blocks you should finish each day. Zerak belimet apashit. That's only if things are flowing and things are moving. That's belimet apashit. Or for a person who has not yet overcome this terrible midah of laziness of Hisrapus. That person must live with a schedule how many blot per hour, how many blot per day. He has to live that way. Why? In order that he shouldn't be, be lazy and shouldn't schlep out and spend uh, more, than, more time than's necessary on, on a blot Gemara only because he's thinking about different things. He gets up to the bathroom three times. He takes a couple of snacks. He makes a couple of phone calls. He checks his messages. He checks his emails. V'chulu v'chulu. So for that person, for that person, there, the time is budgeted and scheduled in a very clear way. But a person who's takin overcome that midah, and now he's learning something in great depth. It's not, he's not misrapping. He's, he's sweating over this blood kamar. And the only reason he's taking longer and he's not able to finish the quota for the day is it's only because of how much work he's putting into this blood kamar. And he's, and he's pouring all his kachas into it. And that's why he couldn't reach this set amount of time. Now he has to go someplace. Not only should he not be upset, but he's fortunate. And how good is this portion? So That's the ikr of learning Torah. Through which a person is to become attached to the Creator. Through this type of learning where he's mamik, where he pours his, his mind and his heart into the learning. The Talmud, and such a Talmud, such a person, that person who really does not waste any time, who's entirely focused, the way that he sets up his schedule to learn B'yun in depth, is loy b'mispah It's not by the amount of blat gemara. It's not by the quantity. 
meaning of how much how many blood shows. He just sets up the time. I'm going to learn from whatever it is, from ten in the morning until twelve. He doesn't set up he doesn't have to set up the that time together with the amount because he's not a person that's wasting time. He's learning Bi'in. Every second is well spent. He has to just make sure to stick to the time allotment. And whatever he's able to learn during that time that he's set up, he will he will do the best he can. Since he's learning Bi'in, he's not wasting his time, he's not lazy, and he's learning with all of his kaychas, which is Givaldi. It doesn't have to do with the amount of material, it has to do with the amount of time and the energy that's put into it. And don't think, this person shouldn't think, that because he has assigned himself a great amount of avoda, that he will begin to deceive himself and to start to learn things only b'shitchis. In other words, this person who's very bright might be saying about all of this, the Rebbe's schedule here, he might say, look, so I'm going to end up being a person that just, you know, I just, I'm worried about finishing that blot or whatever it is in that set amount of time, and I'm going to just learn B'shitchis. I'm going to be someone that just settles into learning in a very shallow and superficial way. Because you're trying to just get to the end of that dafyami, or you're trying to get to the end of that of whatever that amount is that you've assigned yourself. So you might you might start to learn very shallow in a very superficial and shallow way, because all you're worried about is finishing up that amount. Shurvi says, don't worry about that. Know this rule. The great pressure, the all, the yoke that you've that you've accepted upon yourself, meaning to finish a considerable amount of material in that time, you should know that when you do that and you see that you can do it, your error is chalavan. Not only will it not hold you back, but it'll be more you. It'll give you such a geschmack, such an excitement this, that you're covering ground that you're accomplishing. And it'll be more you to work harder. Not only that you're going not only to work more hours in learning, but the more hours are spent in, in superficial learning. No, it's going to encourage you and strengthen you. Be more you to learn more be'in, to learn more be'diyuk. This chazik, this amitz, you'll become stronger. Your entire, your entire nature will change. You'll be changed to a person. Who's no longer a misrape, but is a chorus, an ambitious, hard-working, responsible person. By you living with the schedule and the amount that must be finished in that time allotment, it's not going to create more of a superficial learner. Other it, the learning itself and seeing that you can learn and not wasting time is going to be mechazik you to learn more and more in a deeper way. Lava the vada kosha, and then you'll be a, the kind of a person who could who could work even on something that's very hard. And you're willing, even though it breaks you, and, it, and it's hard for you, you'll become such a person that's, that can undertake those bigger projects, those deeper projects. Just the opposite. If you're, if you're going in such a way where you don't feel any is to finish a certain amount of time, a certain amount of learning within a certain time framework, you don't have an assigned project, an undertaking for the day, 
then what's going to happen is that's going to cause you to be more and more of a misrapper. That's going to play into that negative, terrible midah of misrappers. And then, even the little bit that you are learning will be without depth, without joy, and even without using the most, the, the most basic amount of seichel of intelligence. You'll just, you'll just not feel anybody standing over you. You will not have any schedule. You're wide open territory, and that will play into your midah misrappers more than ever before. It's a klal Know this klal. Know this rule. The same way it's impossible for a person who is unable to see, who is blind in both eyes. The same way that the person who doesn't have the power of vision, of seeing, cannot force himself, he can't see. And the donkey... The Chamor cannot force himself to be intelligent. So it is impossible for a young person, for now, and the truth is for an older person also, to live his life without an all, without a yoke, without a responsibility, without a specific clear schedule. That will push him to be quick and to get up early. And it's impossible for a Bocha to live without 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 his own personal obligations that he set up for himself, his own obligations, his own responsibility without having to be told by a parent, by a rabbi, by a menayal. They should be they should be uh, should be motivated and driven and careful. And you yourself should understand that ready by now. The reason for this. The kaychas and nefesh of this lazy person, the kaychas are asleep. And there needs to be someone outside, there needs to be someone who's going to wake up the slumbering, hibernating kaychas of the misrash. To force these kaychas, to get to work. And the all that you accept upon yourself to finish a certain amount of learning, a certain amount of an avayda during a time framework, that all will be ma'ayra the person, will wake him up, make his, wake him up, and drives him and motivates him and pushes him to his avayda. And once you're strengthening your kaychas, you're exercising, and you're using your kaychas in your avayda, you're going to see that, you're, you, that the learning will become deeper and deeper. You'll be more motivated and driven to understand in a deeper way, but without having to use more time, or being able to stay within the best within one's time framework. But if you go over, it's okay, as long as you're using your time well. But if a person lives without any obligation, without any all, of what he has to finish, in his avayd, in his, in his learning, or whatever it is in tefillah, if there's no one that's pushing you from the outside, then what's going to happen? Near doma, he, nefesh, the nefesh, the person's soul, will naturally revert to its way of laziness and fall asleep. And not to put in an effort. And then your learning will be very, very weak in both kamas, in both the amount that you're able to learn, will be impoverished in the quality of what you are learning.
without even without truly understanding in deep way, will be less amkus without any deepening of understanding whatsoever.